0: welcome welcome to athena's mind veterinary the podcast a well-being space for the veterinary community in ireland and beyond we talk all things self-development self-care mindset and mental health with yours truly Eva smith i'm a qualified vet nurse and psychologist who is passionate about helping you to cultivate a peaceful space inside your head this is the veterinary mental health revolution you have all been waiting for hit that follow button and let's get going Surprise. Hello, hello and welcome back to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary the podcast. I'm your host Eva Smith as always and as always, I hope that wherever you are in the world today you're having a beautiful day. I have the biggest smile on my face because I'm back recording today. Um I had some free time today and There's something that's been on my mind for a while. I've wanted to do it in a podcast episode, so I've gone ahead and decided to do a bonus episode for you while we are waiting for season four to begin. Plus, I cannot tell you how much I've missed being behind the mic. Um, I've missed you all so much. The DMs I've received asking where I've gone podcast-wise have been so lovely um, and so... Yeah, it's been so funny because the entire time I've been thinking to myself, oh I really miss I really miss the podcast and it turns out that half of you are thinking the same. So yeah, I'm just really excited to be recording today. Um Yeah, I'm just so excited to be recording today. So basically what I wanted to come talk to you about was something that's been on my mind again for quite a while and you know me I usually mull things over before I come forward to you with with something um, and I also check in with myself before I do so and make sure that I'm not just kind of mindlessly giving out or ranting about something Um I think a lot of that happens in this industry and you know while it's very warranted when people give out and very very valid I just I do think that if you have a platform and you have a voice solutions are always welcome as well um or ideas or even if you don't have a solution you know being mindful enough to say look I don't know how we can fix this is enough because it shows I think that you're self-aware enough to know there's something wrong but you're not sure how to fix it but you'd like to talk about it anyway um so yeah I tend to mull things over so that I'm showing up in a really mindful way for you when I come and speak on things especially because a lot of the things that I speak on I you know they're my opinions from all of my life experience and all of my research so yeah I like to think about it first before I just come along and decide to say something leave it out in the world um you know, without any follow-up then or support afterwards. So what I really, really want to talk to you today about is separating shame from gratitude. So what I've noticed over the course of the last number of years is that gratitude practices have really become a huge thing and they're really mainstream now. Um, We see different psychological concepts kind of leak or bleed into mainstream media um, in all sorts of ways, and, you know, just the general public's, you know, surface-level conversations. And sometimes what can happen is because a concept, you know, leaks out into society, into the general public in that way, it's like Chinese whispers. Sometimes they can get a little warped, sometimes they can um, lose the value that they started off with. Um, You know, in Chinese whispers, when it gets to the last person, the sentence is usually entirely wrong. There might be one word that's correct, and then everyone starts clinging to that one word that's right. (laughs) So I've, I've really found that with gratitude practice over the last number of years, that because it has made its way into the general public's conversations, it's a bit like Chinese whispers, it has kind of become a little bit warped and changed and somehow along the way from, you know, one whisper to another, shame has become attached to it. Like in Chinese whispers, when some some person decides to mess with the sentence and add words, <laughs> that's exactly what's happened, I feel, with gratitude practices. You know, we've managed to add or tag on shame and I want to talk to you today about removing shame and becoming a lot more mindful when you're presented with gratitude and shame as a duo so that you can separate them in that moment and just take the gratitude for a spin so yeah I just really want us to be able to, <laughs> I guess, surgically fix the adhesion of shame to gratitude. I hope you like what I just did there. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying that there is no should in grateful. Should and grateful should just never, <laughs> should just never, come in the same sentence, Ever. So shame and guilt basically comes from the perceived inability to meet moral standards. So you know when somebody says you should, I don't know, you should read that book and you hear should and you think oh god maybe I should read the book, I feel really guilty and I feel a lot of shame for not reading that book and I now feel this moral obligation to read that really educational book that everyone's talking about. Gratitude is a really beautiful and pleasant response to thankfulness to an outside agent after recognizing the benefits received is a definition for you. In other words, gratitude is this really lovely fuzzy response that happens naturally, organically and authentically within you when you recognize the benefit of having something, being around something, someone, etc. But for some reason, within our Chinese whispers in the general public, I'm not going to blame Rhonda Byrne, but it's hard not to, (laughs) we've tagged shame onto gratitude So instead, we're somehow now bypassing this beautiful, fuzzy thankfulness, whatever thankfulness looks like for you. We're bypassing that altogether. We're not even acknowledging the core or the the main meat in the gratitude stew. And we're now thinking to ourselves, oh, I should feel grateful for this thing. Oh no, I don't feel grateful, really. So now I'm now I feel guilty and, sh- and shameful that I'm not performing gratitude to others' liking. And that's not what gratitude is, is at all. And then we find ourselves writing lists of things that we're grateful for because we, big old S word, should. We feel we should. And that's not what gratitude is. Gratitude is organic. Gratitude feels, for me anyway, the way I would describe it is it feels warm, and it feels wholesome and cushiony and it scoops you up and makes you feel yeah really cozy and warm on the inside there is no shame it's a really organic process that happens all humans have the ability to feel gratitude without it even being an ability to master like it's it's completely authentic and we've removed this authenticity by just tagging on shame like shame like a little like a little tick or like a leech that just sucks on the organic beautiful process that once was um and you know when did gratitude become a moral obligation when did we decide as a society that that was an okay taint to put on gratitude? Because the last time that I checked, nobody asks to be born. No one asks to be born. Therefore, nobody has to be grateful for anything. Did I just trigger you? I probably did, but I really wanted to think about this. You never asked to be here. Now don't get this twisted. There's one in 400 trillion chances of you being born. And the fact that you're here makes you a miracle alone. However, you didn't ask to come here. You don't have to be grateful for a single thing. There's no have to, there's no should. Because you didn't ask to come here. And, you know, if you're grateful due to moral obligation, I feel like that undermines what gratitude actually is you know, it completely undermines, again, the fluidity and the warmth and um, that organic nature and that real flow. Like that is why writing what you're grateful for is so effective because it it encapsulates those feelings for you. It encapsulates that warmth and the fuzzies and the giggles And those really lovely, yeah, really fluffy feelings that you get when you feel grateful. Which in turn, I guess, like in turn, it it gives you that little nod then to your your core values. And then you can start thinking about how to get more of those feelings. How to get, you know, more of what you value in life. That's why writing out your gratitude list is beneficial. But it's never going to be beneficial if you keep listening to the surface level, general public, general conversation of you should be grateful. I'm sorry if you just heard a page, Russell. Um, You should never, you should never tag. And this is so funny. This is a little bit like Inception, right? Because I don't want you to... I would rather that you didn't feel shame for adding shame to gratitude. <laughs> However, any professionalists out there, I don't know if I can help you. But what I'm trying to say is that shame should never be tagged onto gratitude. And also that should never be put on you. If people are putting that on you, fire them. I don't mean your employees. I literally just mean start firing people from your life. <laughs> because if people are putting that on you they don't deserve to be around you That surface level we're not doing it Um, for the job that we do I've explained this before to you but we literally work directly with healing mother earth and elements of mother earth we are really really deep deep creatures we are very empathetic as veterinary professionals and somewhere along the line we've kind of Lost side of that and I just want to bring that back I really want to want to pull your head out of general public conversations because you aren't general public you're not and you need to start thinking for yourself and I really want to help you to go deeper with this think about this on a deeper level you have the capacity because you're a healer That's what you were brought here to do. I know you didn't ask for it, but (laughs) that's, that's what you're here for apparently. So yeah, pull your head from the general public's conversation about you should be grateful and pivot. Go back to basics and let gratitude flow. Like just let it happen when it happens. And if you're writing a gratitude list, Ride an organic one. You're not performing for anyone. There is no one watching you. Also a note for women. We tend to perform for the male gaze. Regardless of your sexuality by the way. Just in in case you're like, hey, this isn't inclusive language. I mean regardless of your sexuality. Um, anyone who identifies as a woman, because of the way that society is, tends to perform for the male gaze, even when no one is around. So I really want women, in particular, to be more mindful and be more conscious of how you conduct yourself in your in your you know gratitude practices your journaling etc etc when you're by yourself I just really want you to always remind yourself that you're by yourself and you're not performing for anyone and the only person who is either going to get something out of or not get something out of at all your practices is you just a reminder I think that's really important Um, something else that's hugely important that I need to touch on is an aspect of Irish culture and I don't know where you are in the world but you know a lot a lot of cultures can relate to this but particularly Irish culture this needs to be addressed so that whole just be happy with your loss just be grateful for your loss narrative is bs it's it's a lot of bs um like, let me paint you the picture, right? So the cycle starts when you're, you know, unhappy with a certain circumstance that perhaps you'd like to change and someone comes along or your inner dialogue, sometimes they're the same person, comes along and says, you know, you should be grateful. And then you're ashamed into performing gratitude. It's inauthentic and therefore nothing changes because someone has come along and said, But just be grateful for what you have, though. Just be grateful for your loss. That's BS. That's BS. I'm here to tell you that's BS. I promise. So, yeah, like, maybe you're not grateful for your rude boss. (laughs) Maybe you're not grateful for your unhealthy relationship. Maybe you're not grateful for your living circumstances that have a negative impact on your mental health. Maybe you're not grateful for those things. Can I just put the idea out there that that's normal? That's so normal. I wouldn't be grateful for a rude boss either. Who wants one? Who wants one of those? Who wants an unhealthy relationship of any kind? Platonic, romantic, familial, whatever. Who wants that? How, how are you supposed to be grateful for that when you're in it? You're just trying to survive it and perhaps maybe get out of it, you know, depending on all sorts of factors. But who in the name of God is going to stop in awful circumstances, whatever those might be, and say, oh yeah, I'm really grateful for this. I just don't think that makes any sense. And not only does that not make sense, you know, on a logical level, the fact that people are expecting us to just jump and be shamed into being grateful for that awful relationship or the really horrendous boss or, you know, your living circumstances that might be really negatively impacting your mental health. Allowing yourself to be grateful for those things, or sorry, allowing yourself to not be grateful for all of those things frees up your space and allows you to organically be grateful For other things. Things that you're actually grateful for. And it allows you to focus on the authentic fuzzy feels. So that you can figure out how to bring more of that into your life. When you stop forcing gratitude towards your rude boss. (laughs) You have so much more space in your head for feeling grateful for the cup of tea you had this morning or the walk that you went on or the fact that somebody said I love you or you know a phone call that you received on your way to work or a new opportunity or your pet or your sibling or I don't know a new pair of shoes or a meditation session that was really grounding and helpful um or something that you've just worked out or figured out at work that you've been you know trying to figure out for ages um or maybe you got to the next level of Mario like wasting your time forcing yourself to be grateful for the lessons that you're learning from your awful boss What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm, this isn't said to shame you. I'm just asking, what are you gaining from that? Because I bet you money that your answer is nothing. You're not gaining anything from that. You're just forcing yourself to be grateful for, frankly, a horrible person and you're no further on and nothing has changed. To me, that sounds like torture. I would much rather level up in Mario I'm basking those fuzzies, if I'm being honest. Gratitude only works in your favor when it's authentic. And you absolutely do not have to be grateful for your loss. You don't. Like, take, if you're hearing this right now, you're meant to hear it. Take this as a message from the universe. Take this message and run with it. You don't have to be grateful for everything in your life right now. You don't. You don't have to be grateful. You just don't. Gratitude is organic. You should be organically basking in the little things or the big things that make you naturally feel warm and cozy and just really surrender all of those beautiful lovely feels it shouldn't come with this moral obligation you can be compassionate towards your rude boss if you want you can be like oh they must not be having a great day or a great life whatever way you want to rationalize it in your head like you can be compassionate you can be kind but you absolutely don't have to be grateful like it's a little strange, isn't it? Like your boss could be insanely rude to you. Is your first thought, "Thank you?" I don't think so. I mean mine definitely is not. Um if bosses have been rude to me over the years, I've never caught myself saying thank you. I've yeah, I've said I've said other things. I've had really productive, wonderful conversations and meetings. I've never lost the head, thank God. <laughs> Wouldn't do it, couldn't do it. I'm too calm for that. But I've never said thank you. Who says thank you when someone is rude? It's, that's just not how it works. It's not how your brain is wired. And quite frankly, if we keep allowing shame to cling on to gratitude when it's completely irrelevant... It dampens our intuition because technically it goes against the way that our brain is wired and so our intuition then suffers because of it and we we become less in touch with ourselves the further we go with that. So I really want you to get your head out of the general public's conversation of you should be grateful and you should be happy with your lot, particularly if you are listening to this as a person who grew up in Ireland. I just want you to take the permission from me. you have my full, (laughs) my full permission. Not that I'm any sort of figure of authority. However, team Athena, I would like to think is a very, very productive forward thinking bubble of humans. And I hereby give team Athena full permission to just not be happy with your loss. Like, don't be grateful for your loss. Like you don't, you don't have to be. It's not required of you. So can we please just surgically remove shame from gratitude and actually begin gratitude practices that are genuine, that are authentic, organic and align with us. And the next time that you sit down to write everything that you're grateful for, I want you to feel the feels and if the thing on the list doesn't it it doesn't spark those feelings immediately really easily and flowy cross it out cuz it shouldn't be there it just shouldn't be there you don't even have to be grateful for lessons you've learned lessons are hard <laughs> lessons are exhausting you don't need to be grateful for anything you, again You do not have to be grateful for anything. But the things that you are grateful for, acknowledge those. Because they allow you to sit into the fuzzy feelings and we can therefore move forward with a plan as to how to gain more of those fuzzy feelings. We need to move towards the fuzzies. (laughs) Move towards what makes you feel warm and cozy on the inside. That's how gratitude works. It points you towards your core values. It points you towards how you want to feel in life. And it points you towards everything that aligns with you. That is how gratitude works. The general public's version of be grateful for your lot, that isn't gratitude. That's not gratitude. So I'm super glad that I could clear that up for you all today. (laughs) I missed being behind the mic so much you wouldn't believe um season four is coming very soon at the moment i'm having a lot of fun with my recently launched business if you don't know already i've officially launched athena's mind veterinary as a business in ireland and i have a new mindset program called vet glow so if you're looking to get your glow back get back to your old self, um, ground yourself, set amazing goals, create a really amazing juicy self-care routine all guided by me. Hit me up, send me a DM, ask me about it because it's the best thing ever. Um, Also if you didn't know I launched my ebook which is called Model Your Mental Health and it is a it's an interactive workbook for veterinary professionals. So, it's specifically tailored to veterinary professionals. And it's basically the start of your self care routine. It's basically starting you off from ground zero on tailoring a self care routine that is specific to you and really beneficial and keeps compassion, fatigue, stress, and burnout at bay. So, the link to my ebook is in my Instagram bio. I'm at Athena's Mind Veterinary and if you have any questions on it, please DM me. I always love when you all come chat to me. It's my favorite thing and I will be back with season four very soon. Yeah, stay safe, stay amazing and have a great week. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Athena's Mind Veterinary, the podcast. As always, I'm on Instagram at Athena's Mind Veterinary, so come say hey. Also, don't forget to pop this episode on your stories so that other veterinary professionals can feel all the love that we have to share with them. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate if you left a review. This just means then that other veterinary professionals will see this episode and we can spread the good vibes. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon.